Welcome to the milk bar. 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 Welcome along to episode 574 of the milk bar. Jason Forrest here with you as ever. And coming up on the show, we'll be talking to artist Hannah Broadhead about her work, including the Brood Collection. We'll be having a natter with Spence Cater, talking about his music and his travels around Europe. Chris Margo joins us for a bit of a chat. He will be singing online live and we'll be finding out when. Uh, we'll talk to the team behind the 1911 Cafe, finding out about their fantastic takeaway service. James Stevens of The Empty Can joins us to let us know about their third album, which hopefully won't be as difficult as their second. And we'll be having a natter with Nikki Evans. She is from the Helen O'Grady Academy. We'll be finding out what is going on in their world online at the moment. That's all coming up on the show this week. Long before For Sure were on TV, Chris Marco and his mates were performing around the UK. Chris is working solo at the moment and he joins me now for a chat. Hello, sir. Hiya, Jay. How are we doing? I'm not too bad. How about yourself? I'm all right, thank you. And good to catch up with you. And as we speak, you're preparing for some online work, your first foray into some live music performances. Indeed. Uh, this uh, next coming week, I'm preparing for, uh, well, for next Saturday, Saturday, Sunday, a live show, like with all my favourite kind of music, which um, everyone's been asking for uh, since, you know, the pandemic, and I haven't, like, kind of, you know, kind of found it in myself to do it, but, um, you know, I'm ready for it now, so. Well, music is your life, and uh, as, as you say, for sure, was absolutely huge. And, uh, I mean, you guys had a, a brilliant sound and, and just something so different, performing songs that were familiar. Yes, indeed. Um, you know, we're four guys from Wolverhampton, and the same kind of... Uh, interesting music same kind of genre of music like the soul motown kind of stuff and like the church gospel kind of uh, influences and uh we created this massive unique sound um you know of which we don't think you know many people have have done that since mm -hmm. you know so we're proud of that yeah and uh you know the, the, with what you did on tv i mean that must have been absolutely huge because say so you were well known beforehand i mean you were already touring across the uk weren't you Indeed, yes. Um, yeah, we were together for a few years uh, just before, you know, the uh, X Factor stint and uh, solo as well. You know, you know, had quite a bit of experience. So that was just like something that took off from nothing and uh, really enjoyed it. And yeah, well, enjoyed by your many, many thousands of fans as well. And I remember the, the hype and buzz uh, around it all and I just how impressed people were with, with what you were doing. And I mean, your voice uh, was a massive part of that and that is what keeps people listening to your songs to this day. Yeah, it's an it's a absolute honour to um, you know, hear that comment from you personally. Uh, thank you very much. Um, yeah, it was a privilege to be like, you know, one of the frontrunners of the group. You know, it was like an honour to, to do that and, you know, to deliver that kind of vocal through the group and um, you know I'm still proud of that to this day. Absolutely and rightly so and uh, what are you going to be bringing us online uh, next Saturday? So uh, next Saturday I'll be performing everything from the Motown classic Soul with a bit of pop R&B, um, some classics you know from back in the day from 60s, mm -hmm. a bit of everything so, so, so you know each and every one of us can enjoy it. And we bring your own personal style and, and fantastic delivery to that as well and will uh, the rest of the For Sure boys be watching you because I know you're still in touch with a few of them. 
Um, indeed, I'll uh, let them know, and I'm sure uh, I'm sure they'll show their support mm -hmm. without a doubt. So that's all happening. How do we find you online? Uh, if you go into Facebook, if you're not already my friend, obviously, if you're watching this video, that means you are. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, but uh, yeah, if you're on this um, podcast, then you're not my friend. If you do want to add me, it's uh, Chris with a K, K R I S S M A R C O. That's Chris Marco, and you see a picture of m myself. Um, bit of photoshopped but it is me but uh yeah <laughs> if uh yeah if you want to add me on there and then you can enjoy the video as everyone else and uh have a, have a great time listening to the music and um i know it's not been uh, an easy year for you and your family and but music is uh, the strength that sort of carries you on through isn't it it is indeed um you know if if you didn't already know that we uh, lost our mom um you know you know in the last few weeks and it's been a hard time for us, especially with the pandemic. You know, it was hard for us to get together. And, you know, we did manage to um, attend the funeral, you know, in the numbers that we were allocated. And it's just been a real difficult time, you know, and it still doesn't seem real to this day, personally. So. Well, I know she was always proud and always will be proud of everything that you've done and the, 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 the great uh, work that you put in with your music. And, uh, you know, through your strength and uh, the, the, the fine quality of your performances, you mm -hmm. will continue to, to shine. And that will be evident next Saturday with your, the first online performance. And, and fingers crossed we can get a, a lot more out of you in the meantime whilst uh, we wait for everything to get back to our new normal. Definitely, definitely. Uh, I'm really looking forward to it next week. It's been like it's something a long time coming, you know, through the last three months. It's been difficult for everyone, but I'm finally ready to go out there and uh, put on a live show for all you uh, followers out there. And so. you do like to be sharply dressed as well. So will you be uh, adding this to the, uh, the performance from home? Oh, definitely. The iron will be out. The creases will be out. The shirt. That's it. I will be, uh, you know, ready. Cool. I'll be I, I, the nines. I've bumped into you when I've been shopping in town, and you put everyone else on the high street uh, to shame with how you look when you were just nipping out to the shops. That's it. Even when I'm going jogging, I got a suit and a jacket on. I'm joking. <laughs> that is just... I always feel, you know, like you know, that you, you, if you dress in a certain way, it just makes you feel good, and you know, makes you feel that that's just something I've always. Uh, done you know kind of try to dress up a little bit you know people always say oh you look good in a tracksuit as well but um yeah that's it if i could sleep in a suit i would but um you know. <laughs> <laughs> proper quality material that's the way we like it well chris always good to speak to you keep up the good work very much looking forward to catching you live online what time are we looking out for you next saturday It'll be in the afternoon between three and five o'clock next week. Okay, so, so make sure yes, you get on the socials, look for Chris Marco and be ready for some fantastic performance. Uh, well, I'm looking forward to that. Always good to catch up with you. Chris, thank you for having a chat. Thank you very much. You take care, Jay. Thank you very much. Anna Broadhead is an absolutely wonderful artist. I've been very much enjoying seeing some of the stuff she's been sharing online over the last few weeks. You can often find her on Facebook and on Instagram, but you can certainly find her right in front of your eyes now. Hello. Hello. How are we doing? I'm okay. How's yourself? I'm good, thank you. Now, the last time uh, we were talking about you was with, uh, obviously, that young man, Robert Bowers, um, because we were talking about uh, your joint exhibition, uh, which has been ongoing online, even though uh, it, it's always went a bit of against you with the, uh, the, the site for the exhibition itself in, uh, in, in Telford and in Ironbridge at the moment, hasn't it? Yeah, there's, there's, we've had a few... Um, <laughs> hiccups, should we call them? We've had a few <laughs> hiccups on the way, flooding and... Um... Pandemics, and yeah. Pandemics, yeah. And then the world just going mad. Mm -hmm. um, but it's finally up and running now, and it should be up until 
think it was September now. So they've, they've extended it for another three week, three months. So people can actually go in and see your artworks now in the exhibition. Yep, yeah, they can go in. Obviously, with most things now, they're um, working a system out. So you have to follow a system, Rowan. Yeah, it's all part of making sure the socially distancing uh, yeah, requirements are there. But it is a chance to see some fantastic artwork. And uh, uh, you're actually obscuring some pictures which you, which you have behind you at the moment. But uh, say we, we, we're used to seeing so much of your work uh, as, you, as you're producing it online. And uh, it, it, where do you see yourself sitting? Because you, you, your mediums you work in, uh, is, it, is it gouache? Oil painting. It is oil, so. Oil painting, yeah. I'm a bit of a traditionalist. I like the oil paints. <laughs> um, I suppose it's one of those um materials that I've been doing since I was about probably about 13 mm -hmm. trying to hone the skills <laughs> shall we say but as with anything you find out new ways of doing things every every couple of months you sort of come up why wasn't I doing that before <laughs> this would have helped a lot Previously, <laughs> but I mean, yours is a very creative household, and uh, uh, you know, not only do you do the paintings, but uh, I've seen all sorts of other things from, from some brilliant Christmas decorations uh, I've seen you make in the past. But there's there's a wide array of different things that you do. You have to kind of find different things. Some days you think I cannot pick up a paintbrush <laughs> because everything I do will end up being painted over. There is. There is quite a few paintings out there which have got probably three or four paintings underneath. <laughs> so your quality control is as high as ever. Uh, and the stuff that you're producing though, when we do finally get to see it, uh, absolutely phenomenal. So uh, uh, I wonder what we're missing out on here and what the market would be for the, 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 the Hannah Rejects, as it were. <laughs> well, you won't see many Hannah Rejects. I will be painted over, hopefully, <laughs> with a better piece than what was underneath. But um, I suppose as well, in times like these, you can't go as far as you used to go. Mm -hmm. So you can't be limited to where you go. So I've tended to move my work more close to home. Yeah. Well. So it's something though that uh, you know you, the the variety of things that we've done. So we've got some pictures of buildings which are behind you at the moment. And uh, you know, it, it what it, what is your inspiration? What do you enjoy painting most? Well, if you'd have asked me a couple of years ago, it would probably be portraits. Mm -hmm. um, because I spent I spent probably most of my career trying to hone at being good at portraits. Um, and then last couple, last year or so, well, yeah, last year and a half or so, it's been landscapes because I've never really given myself the time to explore landscapes. Mm -hmm. Because I was so focused to trying to get the perfect face. Yeah. Of painting. So last year and a half, it has been landscapes, and to be honest, that's probably where I see my work going more. It, it was kind of a bit of a, <laughs> why wasn't I doing this all along? <laughs> but when it comes to any painting, though, I mean, you, you talk about having portraits and, and landscapes. Obviously, you're competing with photography, but a painting is so much more than just the image that's there isn't it it's an interpretation and we can see through your eyes what you're picking out whether it is the way in which you look at somebody in a portrait or, or how you see that landscape and you you get to choose our focus and, and and that must be an enjoyable way of communicating through uh pictures of day-to-day -day surroundings but it's things that we don't and just don't look at properly well yeah i mean with my portrait it was always it was always a narrative that was probably more important than the 
the portrait or the sitter. Yeah. You know, that trying to build a story around a person or a, an idea that you've got around the, the female figure. Whereas, um, say, some of my Welsh landscapes, it was that openness, and I can't, I, I suppose, um, isolation sometimes in mm. the fact that you don't see many people in landscapes yeah. of Wales, you know, unless you want to paint people walking up Snowdonia, there's not a great deal of um, life on the hills. Mm -hmm. it's, it's more about um, just the actual landscape, the actual nature and the outdoors, whereas since lockdown happen has happened, um, I find myself putting more people in there landscapes mm -hmm. I've never done before and actually having them in com with well within the within the cityscape mm -hmm. um, and even then you can kind of um, see isolation in people before lockdown and you don't realize until you look back at certain pictures and you'll think well actually everyone's caught up in their own little bubble and going through the towns and missing out what's going on everywhere yeah so still it's still sort of that kind of ideas of the landscapes now and obviously the the pictures i'm doing at the moment because i can't leave you can't leave where you live to go traveling like to wales or mm -hmm. just going places well i've got to i've got to find inspiration and and, and your pictures are, are, are kind of allowing you to travel without actually traveling yeah that's it and and, and, that, and that's what a painting will do for us. If we've got a painting on a wall, we're effectively got, you've got a window into that world, and you can enjoy that, uh, you know, from the comfort of your own home. But equally, still go back to either that place or somewhere similar to make uh, more memories. To again focus your thoughts about the about the image itself. Well, yeah, that's it. You you hope that people are looking to your picture and go, oh, it's almost like I'm standing there. Like you say, looking into a window. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, painting windows is hard as well. <laughs> <laughs> so, That's oh, one of the struggles. <laughs> the exhibition is ongoing in Ironbridge. How do we find it? And uh, can people buy the artworks there? Yeah, people can. Yeah, it is for people to go round and buy. Mm -hmm. The gallery is a wonderful gallery. It's run by, by some really beautiful people and the, the the other people who are in the exhibition are really good and it's um where it's located in Ironbridge it's um Merryfort Village yeah so there's an old place next to it and it's where the teddy bear factory is oh yeah Ironbridge. so it's it's down there so it's not in the um Ironbridge say centre mm -hmm. it's just off by right by the river so look out for uh... The, uh, the signs on that one and of course you can uh, find a lot of this on your Facebook and Instagram pages as well. Yeah. How do we find you online? Um, I'm on Instagram obviously like everyone these mm -hmm. days um, and that's Hannah Broaded Art on Instagram and um, Facebook is the same Hannah Broaded Art. I've got a website www.hannahbroaded.com um, and yeah just and gallery wise um, Iron Bridge Fine Art, um, Lady Longhorn Gallery in Cheshire, mm -hmm. um, Number Four Gallery in Scotland. 
Creative Framing in Wolverhampton. There's a few pieces in there. Mm -hmm. Mid Wales Art Centre. So a fair few opportunities to get your hands on the work and, and, and see it in real life before you buy. But equally, if, you, if there's an image that you like on uh, any, any of your feeds that is available, I'm sure you can uh, arrange for postage as required. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that can be done. DHL. <laughs> <laughs> and always good to catch up with you. Looking forward to seeing you in real life again soon. Meanwhile, keep up the fantastic work and uh, we'll continue enjoying your artwork. Thank you very much. <laughs>The Empty Can, popular not only across the black country, which is their home, but also across the world. We're going to, I think we can go with world. James Stevens is part of the gang and joins me now. Hello, sir. Good morning, Jason. How are you? How's lockdown treating you, mate? Oh, it's, it's, it's fine for me. I'm getting by and uh, you know, just about keeping it all together. But I get to do that by chatting with lovely people like yourself. And uh, this all helps. And music has been a massive part of it. And you've been at the forefront of entertainment throughout lockdown, haven't you? Yeah, we've done quite a lot, and um, it's it's been really a lifeline for us performers as much as anything else. I mean, obviously the financial aspects are a bit lacking, but um, no, we've had, it uh, so often is unfortunately, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, well, of course, yeah. No, we've had a uh, with a mate of ours called Katie Parks. We've had a page called the uh, Black Country Lockdown Live, mm -hmm. um, which has got well, over, I think over three thousand subscribers now, and just for, a place for everyone to come together and share their music and share their songs, whether it be cover versions, whether it be original songs, poetry bit of comedy, from amateur to those of us that, you know, perturbed to be professional. Um, <laughs> everyone's, got everyone's got together on there. So we really enjoyed that. Um, and, of course, getting back into that creative side of things. I mean, because I've been pretty busy the past four or five years running my little pub, which, as you can see, I'm sat in my lovely little empty pub. Um, so I've been busy with that, but it's been nice to get back to some creativity. And, obviously, it's led to us getting together as a band, which has been sort of four or five years since we've done anything seriously. And it looks mm -hmm. like we might, we'll have a record coming out at some point. Well, this is, is uh, it. The third album, that, that tricky third album. The first one, you've got the energy for. The second one is demanded by your public. The third one, what happens now? Well, the, I mean, the first one, as you say, the first one writes itself. You yeah. Know, you get together and you, you get a few mates and um, you get together and you've got the songs. The second one... You know, you've got you got to get that. Know what I mean, but I think the second one killed us, really. Um, <laughs> it, um, it did. It really did. It took three years to make the second record from from top of the shop to getting it sort of completed, and it was thirty six minutes long. Well, that, so, but it come that that as a time that that would have been a normal length for an album, though, wouldn't it? Back in the sixties, yes. and and you know, you you've got a bit of but, that vintage feel about some of what you do. But we do what we do. We write little pop songs. That's all we've ever, you know, uh, pretended to do. We're no more um, highfalutin than that. But the point I'm trying to make is it, it took a month for each minute of music. <laughs> that's just the quality that you were adding to it, I think. And that's, uh, but we got to the end of it. We're like, we're not doing that again, mate. You know what I mean? We're not doing that again. But we, we got together this week, um, Steve and I, of course, under social distancing parameters. Yeah. Um, and we threw a bit of material at the wall and actually found we got half a dozen songs that we, we really thought we could hang our coats on, you know. So I think the idea with this is let's get it done. We're not getting into the kind of involved production that you, you heard on Sonic Boom. 
we want to kind of get back to that barroom band sounds. But I mean, this is just sort, sort of and what you've been doing a bit online as well, isn't it, though? Because, you know, that, that sort of helped. I think it's probably set a mindset for it. Yeah, indeed, I agree with you. You know, and, and we're just trying to get back to where we were sort of roots-wise. Um, obviously, you know, um, when we started, it was just two acoustic guitars and a violin. Yeah. Um, and and we, we were very much more of a live band. And then I think Sonic Boom... And with the Black Country anthem and things like that, you know, it, it very much turned us into a studio band. I think the hope is that we can certainly get something out this year, rather than us saying in 2023, <laughs> this product might see the light of day. You know? <laughs> and none of us getting any younger either, Jason. You know well, I mean? I'd say you, you wouldn't know it to look at you, but then you are wearing a hat to try and hide the fact your hair's as bad as mine. Exactly. Well, it's not Come quite... On. Not Come quite on, as bad. Let's have it right. <laughs> but I mean, to, to get this done, you've got to get some funding for it, and that's where the magic of the internet comes in. Well, yeah, I mean, it does help. I mean, it's it's, it's a meagre amount that we're looking for, um, and in fairness, it, it's not going to be a deal breaker in whether we we, we give, sort of get on um, with making the music. Um, we, I think, more than anything, we we do it to draw attention to the fact that, you know, I think. 71% of people have said that the arts is not an important job. Yeah, I, I don't get that, but... In a recent survey in the Times, you know yeah. what I mean? And it's like, I think very much, uh, certainly during under uh, sort of Tory governments, that sports get invested in more and arts kind of get left by the wayside. So it, it, it's more of us, from us, a clarion call to say, you know, if, if you don't think your artists need money, turn off your Netflix, turn off your radio... Stick all your films in the bin, do you know what I mean? Mm. But burn your albums, because these are the things that keep us sane. And these people who make this money, uh, they've got to be able to eat, and they've got to be able to provide themselves with a certain kind of life in order to, to create the art that we all know and love. Yeah. Um, I think it's, it's more of us saying, you know, just just putting a, a flag above the above the ramparts, really, Jason. Do you know what I mean? Just to say that artists need to be paid for what they're doing. Yeah, and and this is kind of a uh, with the, with the crowdfunder for anything like an album. You you really you're just buying an advance into a product that you know you're going to enjoy from people you actually like, and uh, yeah. Yeah, and and that's what's happening here. So it's a chance to sign up and say, yeah, I'm here. I'm with you on this journey. I want your music. Yeah, exactly, and it's it's a nice way to reach out to. I mean, we do have some fans, whether whether people want to believe it or not. You know, I think that they number half a dozen in there somewhere. But, ah, you're understating, don't be naughty. It's a nice way for us to reach out to people who have supported us from the beginning. And as I say, it's a very meagre uh, amount of, uh, of uh, funding that we're looking for. But yeah. Um, we're just happy that we've got some songs and that we've got the passion in our bellies actually at the moment to go and record them. So that's where we are, really, mate. Well, that's 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 all good. So you've, got, I believe, you've got a guitar somewhere about your. Place. Oh, I've got one here. Yeah. Um, now I must tell you because this has all come about obviously very quickly. So this was only written on Tuesday. Okay. Right? Okay. So this is a bit of a sample of things to come. So you've got the you've got the exclusive on any any new material. <laughs> from the album and I think this is partially inspired by uh, lockdown in terms of lyrics and what we're talking about uh, but hopefully it's not totally talking about that because um, it'll be far it'll be really dated come the next day but that's what we're doing you <laughs> yeah, know. fingers crossed yeah can you hear that is that all right for you that's that's sounding good but you, you play okay. it loud and we'll enjoy I'll give you a go on this it's called you can't remember the world been said 
that we've done this to death. It's been suggested that we've got nothing left. I think it's fine that we've enjoyed our time. Tried hard and almost got over the line. But when you look outside and you know you can't remember the world. And then you look inside and you always remember the hurt of the old town. The youth under the around thinking I've got to get out of here. Need to get out of here. Got to get out of here. Need to get out of here. It's the same place and I'm not getting out of here now. My face is red and I'm beating my chest. It's been suggested that I'm wasting my breath. I think it's fine that I've enjoyed my time. Tried hard and just fell short of the line. But when you look outside and you know you can't remember the world. And then you look inside and you always remember the girl from the old town. And the noise from the boys is that this is where your flag is unfurled. Could be worse. But when you look outside and you know you can't remember the world. And then you look inside and you always remember the hurt from the old town. Thundered around singing, I've got to get out of here, need to get out of here, got to get out of here, need to get out of here. It's the same place and I'm not getting out of here now. Thank you. Fantastic stuff, and uh, you wouldn't know that was uh, yeah a week old. That is that is a quality bit of songage there. So I'm I'm already looking forward to album number three. Jason, I'm very pleased to speak to you this morning, mate. I'm very grateful for the time that you've spared us to be on your show. Always good to see you. Give us all the details on how we gave cash on this one. How do people join up with the campaign? Uh, just get on our Facebook page, and the link is there. It's as simple as that. Just the empty card is on Facebook, and you'll see a link on that page. Um, and you'll see us with our begging bowl out. So just just drop just drop ten p in the bus gazette. That's the way to do it. It's a quality high it is as well. James Stevens, always good to speak to you. Thank you for joining us, sir. Thank you, Jason. All the best to you, mate. Nikki Evans of the Helen O'Grady School in Wolverhampton is working with her pupils online and joins me now to tell me more about what's happening. Hello. Hi. How are we doing? I'm good, thank you. How about yourself? Oh, I'm very well, thank you. And uh, you're currently surrounded by some great paraphernalia there. So tell us what happens with your online classes. Uh, we still carry on with our normal curriculum that we normally do in class. It's just that we adapted it to work online. Um, generally, during the summer period, we have our summer production. Mm -hmm. But naturally, as we couldn't go online, we've um, decided to have weekly themes. So we've had things like puppets, superheroes, picnics. Uh, we've had like a murder mystery as well at a garden party, inventors. Um, we've also got upcoming things as well. So, you know, we're just constantly keeping things 
up and running mm -hmm. as normal. Well, this, this works well for the kids as well because it means they don't miss out on their creative time and they're so used to joining you for weekly classes and the great fun that goes on there. So the last few weeks, uh, it must have been interesting to see how they've developed through that and, and even through working online, you're building the confidence that you would normally do in real life. Yeah, generally. Um, I must admit, they've their development and their confidence has just grown so much. I've had so many children that started off with, oh, no, I don't want to do online classes. But they've attended and haven't really interacted or anything. But mm. then as the weeks went on, they're like there, straight in from the screen, like, <laughs> hello, I'm right here. But uh, yeah, it's just amazing on like how they've just grown, even just online. So great and we know that not everybody who attends a class like yours is then going to go on and work in the arts but it's all about them finding out who they are coming together with uh, you know building self-confidence but uh, but also I mean it, it is about having that enjoyable creative time and, and something which will stand them in good stead throughout their life uh, yeah definitely um, that we find with like the online classes that the children have finding that it's just an escape, the mm -hmm. fact that they've just been cooped in the houses now for three months. That You know, it's just something just to interact with, just to mm -hmm. see other children and even myself. And just knowing that, you know, we're all in it together. We're all going to have a lot of fun. We're just going to ignore what's going on in, like the, in our classes. Mm -hmm. We're just going to have so much fun. It's just, yeah, really good. And their creativity, even even when they're at home, which is great, which is lovely to see. So what happens from here, do we think? Obviously, uh, once it's safe to do so, you guys will be kind of getting back together again. Uh, we don't have a timescale for that, but it's going to be a whole interesting new world of, uh, of maybe merging the two, uh, yeah, some real life, some online stuff. Yeah, there has been talk about that. And um, yeah, I will definitely continue with online classes for those that can't even get to the classroom for one reason or another. Or if they've missed one, then it's like, well, we do online classes on a particular day or time that you can still do it. Um, we're also doing their kindy drama as well, which we're launching uh, very soon. And yeah, so we're just getting even the younger ones from about two and a half years just before they enter school, just to try and build up their confidence just before they even start nursery or reception, just before they enter. You know, we've, what we've got, it. It's unbelievable. We have so much that we can do. We've mm -hmm. got um, like things like online pajama parties. Um, we've got activity packs which we give out to the students. Um, if anybody wants one, just drop us an email, and I'll be happily drop you one as well. Mm -hmm. um, Usage games nights. We have. We even offered drama parties as well. So if it's your birthday coming up and you don't really know what to do we can get all of the children together just for like a little drama party so just drop us an email on those so it's just it's endless as to it, what we're offering it is and i uh, say so your creativity is starting to, to to show even more with the the team behind you at the uh, helen o'grady uh, head office as well uh it, it all brings you know some fun together, a great time of communion for the kids and, and spending time together apart, uh, uh, making sure that uh, the creative stuff they started doing when they attend their classes you just doesn't stop and it keeps going through the current period. Yeah, it just brings the whole family together. And we, we meet every week just to catch up as to what we've been up to. And it's just lovely just to see everybody getting the ideas in. 
it's just knowing that you're not alone. Mm -hmm. Well, you keep up that good work. You are the Wolverhampton branch of the Helen O'Grady School. So uh, where do we find you and uh, how do people get involved and, uh, and get their kids booked into this? Yeah, you can find us on the Facebook. Just type in Helen O'Grady Drama Academy Wolverhampton. You can see us on there. You can also email us, wolverhampton at helenogrady.co.uk. Uh, you can also find us on our Instagram page, Wolves Helen O'Grady, I think it is. <laughs> I can't remember what it what it is. There's so many social media things. handles, it makes it hard work, doesn't it? But search for Helen O'Grady Wolverhampton on all platforms and you'll get an idea of what's going on. You can find out the costings and get the kids involved and also see the great stuff that they can do. And once things are back to more normal, uh, the real life classes will commence as well. Uh, for now, Nicky Evans, thank you for joining us. No problem. Thank you so much for having me. Now, whenever I have a chat with local singer-songwriter Spence Cater, he seems to be in a different part of the world at the moment. Today is no exception. I think he's in Norway and he joins me now for a chat. Hello. Hey, Jason. Yes, you're right. I am in Norway. I'm in a place called uh, Schien, which is uh, spelled S-K-I-E-N. Mm -hmm. um, I've been here for uh, since Friday, so I'm, I'm leaving today. I've done a couple of gigs uh, and I'm heading back to um, heading back to Oslo. So mainland Europe, is this a bit more normal at the moment than we are over in the UK? I think so, yeah. It seems to be. I think we locked down here, um, it was March the 14th because I was actually on the way to a gig and I was almost at the door and they said, uh, sorry mate, it's all off, you know, you've got to go back. So mm -hmm. it was March the 14th um, and things started back up uh, last weekend here in terms of you know live entertainment and things like that, but still a lot of restrictions on. Mm -hmm. um, you can't have more than... I think it's 200 people, but the place I was in last night, they were trying to restrict it to less than that, and there's supposed to be social distancing at the bar and all that kind of stuff, but um, yeah, but, so it's, it's back on. Mm -hmm. Which is good news as long as it's done sensibly. So, so what is going on with your world of music, and why do I keep finding you in different European countries? <laughs> well, that's a good question. Uh, last year, um, my partner um, got a job uh, in uh, Oslo. Mm -hmm. so. We decided to give it a go. It's a three-year contract. Um, we kind of kind of go backwards and forwards to uh, here in the UK, but kind of stayed here the last few months because of the lockdown. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's basically the reason why I, I, I came along. I found some uh, an agency that took me on last uh, November and started picking up gigs in Norway. And um, they've got like a franchise. They they run a, they supply the acts for like a franchise that goes across Scandinavia. So. So they send me here, they send me there, they send me everywhere. <laughs> but I mean, Norway itself, absolutely fantastic country. Uh, I've only ever been to Stavanger and driven around that area. But uh, just on that edge, the, the fjords there are phenomenal. And it's, it's a different way of life, isn't it? Because of the, I mean, the way they've got all these different islands. And if you head out, there are tunnels to some, bridges to other. And uh, it's, it is just a, a really interesting way of life. Yeah, it is. It is. I mean, it's... As you know, they've got this, the same stuff over here that they've got over there uh, in, back in the UK, but everything's just slightly different. Um, I, have, I, I don't speak Norwegian. I, I'm very lit, Lipnorsk, but um, <laughs> that doesn't sort of, you, you know, for me anyway, I, I've, I can get by. Everyone speaks, pretty much everyone under 50 speaks perfect English, yeah. I've, I've, I've found. Yeah. Um, well, going to the shops is uh, no problem at all. The bus company here is called Farta. Right. So there's there's lots of uh, those kind of comedy kind of uh, crossover words going on. Mm. Um, 
but yeah, the people here are generally pretty nice. You know, they're pretty. Uh, they've got a reputation. Uh, the reputation is that they're very standoffish and they're very reserved and they don't let you in. But I haven't really found that at all here. I've been lucky. My my partner already knew some people here mm -hmm. before we came out, so I think that really helped. Yeah. Um, but yeah, generally, seem, people seem pretty open, and particularly in Oslo, it's 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 quite sort of uh, cosmopolitan. So there's kind of a lot of different, you know. Uh, races and nationalities there anyway it's not all kind of Norwegian so mm -hmm. um, so yeah and, and as you said the landscape is stunning breathtaking we went to Bergen recently and did a fjord cruise which was just yeah stunning absolutely stunning and and I've all found everyone out there to be really nice but I mean that does that extend to the gigs as well because a lot of the music I listen to is English you're talking four and a half million people so you only get one type of each breakfast cereal and bread you don't get the multiple you know, channels of food and, and, and products out there. So uh, how does it work with right. music? Is that the same sort of thing? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I guess because I'm, I'm sort of, um, I mean, I don't really listen to the radio and stuff like that anyway. I'm more, you know, obviously online kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And the, the, the music that they play in, the venues that I play in, it, it's kind of a real mixture. It's like a bit of Norwegian pop. It's mainly all the stuff that you probably hear in, in any bar on Broad Street kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, it's pretty a bit, a bit of a mix really. But yeah, I'd say that it's probably eighty twenty. I'd say English music, and then they have like they have like the Norwegian music as well, um, which sounds just like the kind of you know UK music, but with Norwegian lyrics. <laughs> if you know what I mean? Yeah, but even the media as well. I mean, from experience, yes, obviously there are Norwegian channels out there, but you can sit around and watch Top Gear pretty much all day. Yeah, like I said, I don't really watch that much TV. I mean, I'm more you know sort of on YouTube and stuff like that and um, Netflix and that kind of stuff so uh, but yeah I guess yeah you, you, they, they, there's a channel I forgot what the channel is over here but you, they pick up a lot of BBC stuff mm -hmm. um, so yeah if, you, if you're missing the BBC <laughs> you're then, sorted um, yeah <laughs> you get your BBC fix okay so where are you with your music at the minute because uh, is there a, a sort of Norwegian influenced album on the way I am writing new stuff at the moment uh, I, I did an album um, the last album I did was uh, the back end of 2018, Leaving Las Vegas, which mm -hmm. is out on all the platforms right now. And yeah, because uh, because of uh, we moved moved from um, Birmingham to Stroud, and then from Stroud to Oslo in, in in the space of kind of 18 months, which was a bit crazy. So that was kind of a lot of the time was taken up with that. But I am writing new stuff now, and there'll probably be a couple of singles uh, this year. Later this year. So that's something to look out for. And uh, you know, now you're an international artist, you can promote these uh, via uh, the internet anyway. Well, yeah, it could be, uh, you know, it could be big in, uh, big in, big in Shen. <laughs> that, that would be fantastic. If we can get you to the top of the Norwegian iTunes chart, we'd love it, wouldn't we? That would be great, yeah. <laughs> love that. Spence, give us the details on where we can find you online. Yeah, it's uh, spencecatermusic.com is the website. Um, you can uh, check out Bandcamp, uh, Spence Music for the. Um, uh, for the album um, and Spence Cater Music uh, on Facebook. Well, let's talk when you've got some new stuff out there and fingers crossed in the not too distant future I might be able to nip over to Norway and see you play live. I'd love that, Jason. I'd love to see your little face in the crowd. That'd be good. I would like that. I love Norway and your music's fantastic. That'd be good. Oh, thank you, sir. Thank you. See you soon. It's good to see you, mate. See you soon. <laughs> Essington's The 1911 Cafe is now open for takeaways. To tell us more about what's going on over there, John Eccleston. Hello, sir. Hello there, Jason. How are we doing? Very well, thank you very much. Uh, business is uh, uh, booming after the uh, week and a half we opened on the 10th of June. 
Um, and uh, business is going really well at the moment. Which is absolutely fantastic news because this has been born out of the ashes of the Essington Tea Room, uh, which in itself was uh, uh, preparing to, to close down uh, even before the, uh, the situation around the pandemic meant that uh, eating in was no longer possible. Uh, but this is a, a new birth and uh, a new opportunity. Yeah, it is a new birth and new opportunity. Uh, the Old School Tea Rooms Essington uh, was open for six and a half years. My partner, James, who um, managed the tea rooms uh, for Essington Parish Council, uh, worked there and uh, they was made redundant on the 1st of March. And then literally, it was the 17th of March, uh, just after some of the lockdown rules uh, that it was decided to close for good. And of course, Essington Parish Council had put the tender out for a the old school tea rooms and James wanted wanted to manage it and make it his own business and we've breathed a, some new life into it uh, by calling it the 1911 cafe which is quite relevant mm -hmm. uh, to the actual area uh, I'll explain that in a little bit um, but uh, he's uh, opened on the 10th of June um, offering a takeaway service obviously within government guidelines yep uh, the cafe itself has been uh, marked up with um, guide, uh, social distancing uh, guidance. Uh, we've actually only got like a third of the actual entrance open, mm -hmm. uh, allowing three people in. And it's telephone orders. Uh, we can take card payments over the telephone. So everything's all completely contactless. And we've got a little order and collection point. Uh, so it's uh, order and uh, collect over the telephone basically. So this has been uh, a case of taking uh, a business which, which had already got uh, a lot of uh, you know, community uh, spirit and then uh, putting it into uh, a whole new concept based on new normal. And, and, and through the work that uh, James and, and the team had done in the past, they'd really built up a customer base who were keen to, uh, to, to you know, be part of that community. And that's something that, uh, that really is the, the ethos behind where you are now. Yeah, the uh, customer database over the six and a half years that it had been open uh, as the old school tea rooms. During that time in 2017, they won the uh, Midland um, What's On magazine Best Cafe in Wolverhampton of the Black Country, mm -hmm. uh, which was an amazing award. Um, and uh, it's still over there at the moment. Uh, we won't be displaying it. Um, we've decided to turn the... 1911 cafe into a new venture um what we are planning to do in the future with it is to actually have it as a community hub we want to keep that community aspect into the village mm -hmm. um it has been set up as a limited company to start off with and it is our intentions within the next 12 months to turn it into a cic yeah, the community industry companies are doing great things and it's certainly uh, that, that kind of spirit that you're showing. So tell us a bit about the, the, the 1911 part of the name. The cafe, I can work out. The 1911 uh, part of the 1911 cafe um, sort of relates to the old school tea rooms. The old school tea rooms, by name, is in an old school. It's called Brownshaw First School mm -hmm. um, and it was owned, it's now owned by Essington Parish Council as a community centre and has been owned for since around 1986. I was actually the, one of the last years, in fact I was in the last year, at the first school. So I've lived in Essington all my life uh, and then they closed the first school and then introduced the middle school over the road which we'd go over to 
and then we'd go over to the high school mm-hmm. um and we was the first set of first years i don't know what they call them these days <laughs> i can't work the numbers Six, seven, eight, out, yeah. nine. i can't work the numbers <laughs> out either um but that's what happened and with the school itself the actual building where the 1911 cafe is in is in actually the original school building mm-hmm. and on the very front there is this gorgeous stone block that says 1911 on it it's the building block of what is actually the date the building was actually made so if you've got built-in signage already it'd be foolhardy not to make the most of it and it gives that sense of history that's uh, just a small fortune, I tell you. Signage <laughs> <laughs> isn't cheap these days. So lots of great work being done. And as you say, placing orders, paying for them over the phone. And it makes it nice, simple and quick when you do turn up to pick up your food. And it's about having something that's a bit of a change, a bit different and supporting a community venture, which is going to just grow and grow over the coming years. Yeah, the support that we've had from the community, bearing in mind that um, We've only actually done this over Facebook and built a website for it. Um, So it's basically been word of mouth uh, that's been passed around. The support that we've had over the last week and a half has been absolutely amazing. This week alone, obviously, with Father's Day uh, this week, we've been doing a gentleman's afternoon tea. Mm -hmm. And we've had over 70 bookings for afternoon tea boxes for takeaway. I think uh, if I see another cake and sandwich, I think I'll cry. <laughs> uh, but even so, I mean, those 70 bookings would be difficult to do necessarily in the normal opening hours of a tea room as well. So this has actually got uh, a, 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 a great business method which can continue to run alongside operating a normal day-to-day tea room once restrictions allow. Yeah, I think operating the normal restrictions, I mean, a lot of the business planning that we actually did um, for the business proposal uh, that Jack James placed through was to highlight how big the room is. We have to look at all the different social um, distancing measures from two metres down to the one metre that they're talking about. So once you get two metres, we do have a very large room anyway, mm-hmm. uh, and we can fit a number of tables in. Yes, we've, we've put all the tables out and played around with it, uh, ensuring that the customer's safety is there. Uh, right down to uh, the ordering procedure, we're actually going to be doing disposable menus, uh, text orders from your table. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're also, I'm also in the mode of developing an app so that the customers can use the app. And of course, there's the good old fashioned option of people can write us a note on a piece of paper. Um, but we're making things contactless uh, so that the customer has, goes in, sits at the table when, when we're allowed to open, and basically, there's virtually no contact other than all your food will come out at the same time. Mm-hmm. At the end of the at the end of it, we our card machines portable, yeah. uh, so we can actually place it on the table. The customer can um, place their card onto the contactless machine. Uh, so we've had to look at all the different things, cleaning effects, uh, how how each individual table is going to be cleaned, and the furniture. So it's not it's not just the contact services of a table you've got to think of bums on chairs for example as well yeah making sure you keep people safe but the uh, also the primary goal there is giving them brilliant food they're enjoying they're already doing that now with the takeaway service yes. where do we go to to find out more and to get uh, tea on order for more information about the 1911 cafe you can visit our website at www.1911cafe.co.uk you can also find us on facebook by just popping in the search box, The 1911 Cafe, and you will find 
um, one of our two Facebook pages we have. Um, so just come and join us on there. All our menus are available online and on Facebook. And um, to order, all you need to do is give us a telephone call using the contact telephone number of 01922 408 900. And we are open uh, Monday to Saturday at the moment between 11 and 3, although our hours may be tweaked. Uh, so it may be 10 to uh, 2, uh, but that will be confirmed on our website. So and anything that any changes on there. That's the website is the place to check out all the details and real life is the place to enjoy the fantastic food from the 1911 cafe. Well, good luck to both yourself and James and the rest of the team in this venture. But for now, John Eccleston, thank you for joining us. That's brilliant. Thank you very much, Jason, for speaking to us today on The Milk Bar. Well, that's a lot for this week. Thank you so much for joining us back with episode 575 next week. I'll see you then. So, off and Goodbye from the milk bar. 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 Yeah. Goodbye from the milk bar. Yeah.